Do you ever get frustrated when your Latter-day Saint friends misunderstand what biblical Christianity is all about? Introducing Christianity to Mormons, written by Mormonism Research Ministries' Eric Johnson, will help equip you to share the essential doctrines of the Christian faith with confidence. Published by Harvest House, each of the 10 chapters includes examples of real-life evangelism encounters while giving clear steps on how the information can be used in witnessing situations. Introducing Christianity to Mormons is available wherever quality Christian books are sold. Viewpoint on Mormonism, the program that examines the teachings of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints from a biblical perspective. Viewpoint on Mormonism is sponsored by Mormonism Research Ministry. Since 1979, Mormonism Research Ministry has been dedicated to equipping the body of Christ with answers regarding the Christian faith in a manner that expresses gentleness and respect. And now, your host for today's Viewpoint on Mormonism. Does the Book of Mormon contain the fullness of the gospel? Welcome to this edition of Viewpoint on Mormonism. I'm your host, Bill McKeever, founder and director of Mormonism Research Ministry. And with me today is Eric Johnson, my colleague at MRM. This week we've been looking at some statements made by leaders in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints regarding the importance of the Book of Mormon. Now, of course, the Book of Mormon was brought forth by Joseph Smith. He claimed that he translated some gold plates shown to him by an angel named Moroni. He retrieved these plates, and he would translate these plates from the Reformed Egyptian, which right there, that raises a huge question. What in the world is Reformed Egyptian? But he translated the plates from Reformed Egyptian into English. Well, that history of how the Book of Mormon came forth is certainly very important based on a quotation we cited from Mormon Apostle Jeffrey Holland earlier in the week. We have to accept the Book of Mormon not only for what it actually says, but how it came forth, he said. That raises some problems for us. But when this statement is made, such as found in Gospel Principles, Gospel Principles is a correlated manual published by the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. A correlated manual, what I mean by that is this publication has been vetted or approved by the leadership in the Church, specifically the First Presidency. That would be the Prophet President and his two counselors. Latter-day Saints are told that correlated manuals have received the approval of these three men. Now, whether or not that's true, that's a whole other issue, but that is what Latter-day Saint members are told. Gospel Principles is a very common manual, and the reason why it's very popular, it is used to introduce the teachings of the LDS Church to prospective members and to also clarify for members what the Church believes and stands for regarding its theology. Well, what does it say on page 46 of Gospel Principles, Eric? It says, the Book of Mormon contains the fullness of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Now, earlier I asked you, if I were to say that to you based on the definition of words that we use commonly, and of course the word fullness, has a specific meaning to it. You would understand that sentence to mean that the Book of Mormon should contain everything you need to know in order to be saved, we could assume, even if you're not familiar with that kind of language as a new convert to Mormonism, you would think it's got everything in it that you are supposed to know and believe. Now, not only does this manual, Gospel Principles, say that on page 46, 
But we also have a statement by the 10th president of the church, Joseph Fielding Smith, who wrote a three-volume set called Doctrines of Salvation. This three-volume set is still used today, and in fact, they combined a lot of what is found in those three volumes into a single volume and given away by the leadership to employees of the LDS Church several years ago as a Christmas gift. Now, if they were to think that those three books were worth so much to give them away, and this is the first presidency giving them away as a gift, you would think that they would be standing by what we find in that volume. But what did Joseph Fielding Smith say in volume one, page 160 of Doctrines of Salvation? By fullness of the gospel is meant all the ordinances and principles that pertain to the exaltation in the celestial kingdom. By fullness of the gospel is meant all the ordinances and principles that pertain to the exaltation in the celestial kingdom. Well, first of all, we need to define some terms here. When he says is meant by all the ordinances and principles, that would seem to include temple ordinances, that would seem to include baptismal ordinances, and when it comes to principles, you would think that would also include things that Latter-day Saints must do or certain commandments that are expected of them. If I am correctly understanding those words, it would seem to imply that what Joseph Fielding Smith is telling us, fullness can be understood by all that a Latter-day Saint is taught to do, and if they do it, they will receive exaltation in the celestial kingdom. In other words, they will find themselves after judgment to be elevated to the top level of the celestial kingdom because there are three levels within the celestial kingdom. I know LDS leaders don't talk a lot about this, except to say that there are three levels in the celestial kingdom. The Latter-day Saint who is faithful is shooting for the top level in the celestial kingdom, which has been known to be called the Church of the Firstborn. What are the other two levels called? I have no idea. I've never read anywhere where a leader has given these other levels any names. But then it's not really a place that most Latter-day Saints want to end up anyway, because you only get all the perks of exaltation in the top level of the celestial kingdom. This is where you will eventually become a god. You will be given your ability to organize your own world and to people that world and to be with your family throughout eternity. You only receive that if you end up in the top level of the celestial kingdom. In fact, Bruce McConkie, who was Joseph Fielding Smith's son-in-law, said that anything lower than the top level in the celestial kingdom is damnation. So I guess you could say you could end up in the celestial kingdom and still be damned at the same time. If you go to the terrestrial kingdom, the next level, that would also, I guess, fall under the category of damnation, according to Bruce McConkie. And certainly we would assume that the telestial kingdom, which is below the terrestrial, would also be a type of damnation as well. But if fullness of the gospel has meant all the ordinances and principles that pertain to exaltation in the celestial kingdom, I asked you earlier, Eric, how would you understand that? And it seems like your answer fit perfectly with what Joseph Fielding Smith is explaining here in volume one, page 160 of his book, The Doctrines of Salvation. Now, Russell M. Nelson made a statement 
And Russell M. Nelson is the 17th president of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. This was a conference message that he gave. It was called A Testimony of the Book of Mormon, and it can be found in the Ensign Magazine, the November 1999 edition, page 70. He says, The Book of Mormon is the most important religious text to be revealed from God to man since the writings of the New Testament were compiled nearly two millennia ago. Joseph Smith declared the Book of Mormon to be the most correct of any book on earth and the keystone of our religion. It is the only book that the Lord himself has testified to be true. Now, he cites the same passage from Joseph Smith that Ezra Taft Benson also cited that I quoted earlier. Let me read the entire portion to you. What were they citing from Joseph Smith? Well, Joseph Smith said this, and this can be found in the Documentary History of the Church, or the History of the Church, Volume 4, page 461. It's also cited in a book called The Teachings of the Prophet Joseph Smith, page 194. On those pages, it has Joseph Smith saying this, I told the brethren that the Book of Mormon was the most correct of any book on earth and the keystone of our religion, and a man would get nearer to God by abiding by its precepts than by any other book. Now, Eric, technically we see our Bible as really not one book. It is a compilation of 66 books, if you include both the Old and New Testament. But I would think that Joseph Smith, when he was making this comment, would have no problem assuming that the Book of Mormon will get you closer than even the precepts or teachings that are found in the Bible. And other leaders have said that as well. They always look to the superiority of the Book of Mormon over the Bible. Well, if it's true that you can get nearer to God by abiding by the precepts in the Book of Mormon than by any other book, then we would assume that those precepts that are necessary for a Latter-day Saint to get nearer to God, which of course would be what? celestial exaltation, I would assume, it would have to be that. You're not going to be nearer to God by being in the terrestrial kingdom or the telestial kingdom than, let's say, a person who has achieved celestial exaltation. So it would be celestial exaltation. So in other words, what we can assume from this statement that Joseph Smith has made is if you were to follow all the precepts and believe everything in the Book of Mormon and do everything it says, you would ultimately end up being nearer to God than even if you were to follow all of the precepts that are found even in the Bible. Now, think about that for a minute, folks. They're definitely making the Book of Mormon much more superior than the Bible. And here we have Nelson citing that statement from Joseph Smith. We cited earlier Ezra Taft Benson citing that statement. So here you have three presidents just alone that we have cited recently that are exalting this statement that was made by Joseph Smith, of course, including Joseph Smith himself. Why do you think that they would elevate the Book of Mormon to that kind of a status? It's because they don't have the kind of trust in the Bible that Christians have historically had throughout our entire history. They may have the Bible as part of its scripture, as part of what they call the standard works, 
but they certainly do not revere the Bible that we do. It's not that they don't quote it whenever they find a proof text that helps them support their position. They certainly do that. But they do not have a reverence for the Bible as we have for the Bible. Now, Ezra Taft Benson, who we cited earlier, had a lot of things to say about the Book of Mormon as opposed to the Bible. One of these statements can be found in a conference message that Ezra Taft Benson gave back in October of 1984. You can find this in the November issue of the Ensign Magazine in 1984 on page 7. What did he say? There will be more people saved in the kingdom of God 10,000 times over because of the Book of Mormon than there will be because of the Bible. Now, he was citing Bruce McConkie when he made that statement. But here you have, at the time, Ezra Taft Benson in 1984 was not the president of the church. He would eventually become the president of the church, but at this time he was an apostle. Bruce McConkie was also an apostle. So here you have at least two apostles in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints that really do believe and said so that 10,000 times over more people would be saved in the kingdom of God because of the Book of Mormon than there will be because of the Bible. That's a pretty bold statement. The Bible has been around for so many years, and so many people have come to a saving faith because of the words that we find in the Bible, far more than any could ever hope to be, quote-unquote, saved, even in an LDS perspective, from the Book of Mormon. Tomorrow, we're going to continue this thought. What did Ezra Taft Benson have to say when it came to the Book of Mormon as opposed to the Bible? Thank you for listening. If you would like more information regarding Mormonism Research Ministry, we encourage you to visit our website at www.mrm.org, where you can request our free newsletter, Mormonism Researched. We hope you will join us again as we look at another viewpoint on Mormonism.